Hey, Praise Chapel Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message is from our very own Jacob Lopez. It's from our discipleship um, shotgun preaching night. And so you're going to listen to this message about commitment, committing to the Lord, making a decision to choose to serve the Lord, committing to Him. And so it's a challenging message. Um, Enjoy this. Can we give the Lord a hand clap? All right, I'm excited to be here tonight. Thank the, the, the pastors for allowing me to be up here and obviously honor my beautiful wife wherever she is. Um, I'm going to get right into it because I don't have a lot of time. Um, obviously, we know that there's a pandemic going on in this world, uh, the coronavirus. And, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about a certain pandemic that I've been thinking about. Now, it's not the coronavirus if you're thinking. I want to talk about a pandemic of Christians that forget what it means to commit to the Lord. You see, I believe people have become afraid of the word commitment. You know, especially in the younger generation, it's almost taboo to talk about commitment. I remember when I first was getting married and I would tell my coworkers, like, yeah, I'll be gone for the week, but I'll be gone for my honeymoon. And they would look at me just like, like, you're crazy. What are you doing getting married right now? You're so young. And they couldn't believe that I was willing to make a commitment at the age of 20 to be with one girl for the rest of my life. You see, I believe it's the same way today in Christianity. We have the same mindset to where, oh, it's crazy. You're you're crazy to commit to the things of God. You go to church on Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you come to prayer in the morning. You see, I believe that during this time of year, we have forgotten what it means to commit to the Lord. We have forgotten what it means to be a disciple of Christ. In Luke chapter 14, this is Jesus basically talking about what a disciple truly is. Uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 26. Uh, I don't think it's going to be up here, but just uh, follow along with me. It says this. If anyone comes to me and does not hate their father, mother, uh, wife, and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Jump down to verse 33. It says, in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything cannot be my disciple. So Jesus is telling this crowd what it means to be a disciple. And he, and he shares this example of a builder who, who, who lays a foundation but doesn't take into account of the full structure. The builder doesn't estimate the cost of what it will take to build the whole tower. And you see, I believe, I'm thinking about this scripture, and I feel like we're like that kind of sometimes. I feel like Christians are kind of like the builder. You know why? Because during this pandemic, let me tell you, I, I, I've seen time and time again, so many people during this year leave their commitment to Christ. They've left the church. They've left Jesus. You know why? Because they didn't count the cost of what it meant to commit. You see, I believe we need to count the cost. We need to understand what it means to have a commitment to the Lord. Jesus says, to be my disciple, you have to carry your cross and follow me. Uh, during the time in Rome, when, when, uh, when Rome would lead a criminal to their death, they would have them carry a cross. 
And what that symbolized is they were submitting to Rome. They were submitting to the things of Rome. And, and Rome would basically say, that's my guy. We're going to kill him. He's ours. You see, Jesus says, to be my disciple, you need to take up your cross and follow me. To be my disciple, you need to submit your life to me. Submit your time. Submit your job, your family. Some of you don't like that. If you see, there is a cost to commitment. You see, unfortunately, I believe some of us have forgotten what it means to be a disciple. Some of us have forgotten what it means to really carry your cross and follow me. You see, we, I believe we see commitment as a burden now. We see commitment as an inconvenience. Oh, the pastor wants me to come on Saturday again. Oh, he wants me to come and work. Oh, the Lord wants me to talk to that person now. Oh, the Lord wants me to speak to him. And it's become an inconvenience rather than a blessing. You see, in John chapter 14, verse 15, it says, If you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. You see, I believe everyone in here has that first part down. Oh, I love Jesus. Everyone has that. We can say we love Jesus. We can say we can lift our hands. We can, we can shout an amen to the pastor. And we got that first part down. If you love me, oh, I got that, Jesus. But then it goes on to say, you're going to keep my commandments. You see, we all got the first part down, but the second part is non-existent in our life. Hold on, Lord. You, you want me to read and pray every day? I don't know about that, Lord. Jesus, the, the governor's telling us not to come to church anymore. The governor's telling us not to worship in church anymore. Lord, I, I can't do it, Lord. You see, we give up our commitment because we don't count the cost. You see, thinking about the, the, that thought of not counting the cost, I question myself sometimes. Did I forget what Jesus has done in my life? Did I forget who I used to be before I met Christ? Did I forget that nobody wanted to be around me, that nobody wanted to be my friend before I met Christ? You see, you may ask me, well, why do you submit to the things of God? Why are you committed to Jesus? And I asked myself that, and I came up with this, and it's very simple. There is no better option. You see, I think I, there is no better option. I think about the scripture in the book of John where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's looking at his disciples and during that time, a lot of Jesus' followers had left him. A lot of his so-called disciples had left Jesus and he's here looking at the 12 and he's asking, he's telling them, look, all these people have left me. Are you guys gonna leave me too? And I love what Peter says in John chapter six, verse 68 and 69, he says this, he says, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. You see, Jesus asks him, are you gonna leave me too? And, and Peter basically says, well, where else are we gonna go, Lord? We've tried everything else. I've tried to have a good job. I try to have a family. I, I try to do all these things, Lord, but it doesn't satisfy like you satisfy me. You see, I, you see, I believe some of us need to stop turning to different things to satisfy our lives. Some of us need to stop committing to different things besides Jesus. Let me stop you right there. and Let me tell you right now, nothing will satisfy like Jesus can. You see, I can tell you that because I'm a testament to that. Because I've tried sin. I've tried it all. And believe me, sin is fun. 
I love how our pastor says, if, if sin isn't fun for you, then you know, you're not doing it right. You see, sin is fun, right? And, I, and I've tried, I've tried to pursue uh, so much money. I've tried to pursue working so much and it always left me looking for something more. It always ended, I always ended up feeling empty despite me looking for different things. But let me tell you this, guys. It wasn't until I fully committed my life to Jesus that I felt like a somebody. It wasn't until that I fully committed my life that I felt fulfilled, that I felt like I had a purpose in my life. You see, you will never find satisfaction until you, uh, you will never find satisfaction like committing to the one that can satisfy your every need. You see, I'm, in, I'm here to encourage you guys tonight to be a people who are going to be committed to the things of God, to be a people who are going to count the cost of what commitment truly means. You see, when you commit your life to Christ, there's nothing better than him. When you commit your life to Christ, let me tell you, he never lets you down. I think about the scriptures in, in, in the story of Daniel, and we all know Daniel. He, he, was a, he was a man that was committed to the things of God. He was a man of prayer. He was a man of devotion. And we all know that, that there was a law that was made that, that nobody can worship God or nobody can worship any other God besides the King Darius. And, and we all know this, that, that Daniel kind of looked, looked to the side and didn't hear it. And he continued to worship uh, his own God, kind of like we're doing here, having church, uh, despite what our governor says. Um, but let me tell you, so Daniel continues to worship. Daniel continues to pray. And we all know that the people find out. And they find out, and they end up dragging Daniel, and they end up throwing him in, in a den full of lions to be killed, and basically to be eaten by the lions. And how many of us know what happens next? The next day, they find Daniel. And he begins to tell the king, the Lord sent an angel and he shut the mouth of the lion. You see, some of us tonight may have a little doubt to commit. Some of us may be a little afraid to commit because we've been hurt in the past uh, of our past commitments. Maybe we've been, maybe it's backfired on us when we've tried to commit to certain things. But let me tell you, the God that rescued Daniel the God that honored his commitment to him, the God that shut the mouths of the lion is the same God that is here with us during this pandemic. Is the same God that is here with you when you lost your job, when you didn't know where else to go. The same God that rescued Daniel is the same God that I'm talking to you guys about tonight. You see, Jesus will never let you down. He says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Let me tell you, God will always honor your commitment to him. God will always honor your commitment to him. You see, I can't tell you how many times that I've seen his faithfulness in my life when, when I decided to stay committed to God. When I decided to stay committed when, when my circumstances wanted me to turn the other way. You see, but let me tell you, it's because of my commitment to God that I am the man that I am today. It's the commitment that I had to God that I have the best wife in the world. It's the commitment that I have that I have the best family, that I have the best church. You see, in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, it says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. You see, when you stay committed to the Lord, you will begin to see his blessings unfold in your life. You see, I believe God is trying to bring us back to a people who will count the cost of, the, of commitment. 
of people who will understand what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, who will understand what it means to pursue God, to commit to God, despite what's going on in the world, despite what our government may say, despite what the doctors may say, despite what our family members say, that I'm going to be a person who's going to stay committed to Jesus. I'm going to be a person who's going to count the cost. If you're here tonight and, and, and you're telling me, Jacob, I want to commit to God. I want to count the cost. I want to I be a true disciple of Jesus. I want you to raise your hand. Is there anybody here that wants to be a true disciple of Jesus, that wants to truly commit to the things of God? I want you to pray with me. So, Father, right now, Lord, Father, we pray, God, and we tell you, God, that we're going to be a people of commitment, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, and that we would count the cost, Lord, that we would count the cost of what it means to be fully committed to you. Father, I pray that you would give us perseverance, Father. I pray that you would give us boldness, Father, to stand up to the things of the world, Father, to stand up to our circumstances, Father, and put our faith, God, put our trust in you, God, because it's you alone that we're going to be able to get through this pandemic, God. It's through you that we're going to be get through this life, Father. And Lord, I pray right now, God, God, as we make another commitment to you, Father, Lord, that we would stay on it, Father, that we would stay committed to you, Father, because you're, you deserve our, our lives, God, because you are worthy of our lives, Lord. And we thank you for what you're doing, God, and what you're going to do tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's message from Praise Chapel Paramount. If you want to stay connected, follow us online with Facebook and Instagram at PC Paramount or visit our website at praisechapelparamount.com.